Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Chris will deal with it. Welcome to this special episode of Chris will deal with it, where we talk about the middle five strategies for Charlie bucket. So the middle is a new series. I'm going to sprinkle into the podcast over the next couple of months. It's a series that's intended to be a guide for managing the middle advice on how to serve as a better bridge between the divides within our organizations, our societies, and our lives. It's the kind of advice I would have benefited from when I started managing projects and people in my 20s, as well as provide some ways to counter some of the polarization and extremism and embrace the shades of gray between issues. So for the first episode in this series, uh, I decided to have a little bit of fun here and inject myself into one of my favorite movies, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I've decided to pull Charlie aside and offer him some advice on the eve of his new opportunity within a large, well-known corporation. Congratulations on your golden ticket, Charlie. Through hard work and nearly impossible luck, you've landed a coveted role within the Wonka company. Everybody in town is familiar with the popular products the factory has produced over the years, but you're going to be one of the lucky few who learn the mysteries of how it all gets made. It's impossible to predict what's going to come out of the experience for you. I bet walking through those gates for the first time, you're going to be flooded with anticipation and anxiety. It's an honor to be associated with the Wonka brand. Everyone in town is really excited and a little jealous that you're headed into those hallowed gates. You're part of something huge now, Charlie. And I could tell you want to make this chance count. But listen, buddy, this creepy guy Slugworth's hanging out in the tunnel around the next corner. And he's eager to introduce you to the concept of corporate espionage. That's why I've decided to jump in here and introduce myself first. So if you can spare a few minutes, I'd like to offer you up five pieces of advice for your journey up the corporate ladder. One, the leader isn't going to be what you expect. Listen, Willy Wonka is an eccentric, a dreamer. He's charismatic but often misunderstood. The company is his brainchild. It evolves from his vision, his will, all the decades of his hard work. And now you've been selected to help grow Wonka's legacy and reputation. You're going to be an insider, Charlie. You're going to get to know how the snozberries get to taste like snozberries. But keep an open mind as you're introduced to Mr. Wonka and those in his inner circle. You should realize that you're going to be exposed to aspects of both the leader and the company that might chip away at your idealized version of them. Perhaps they started the company in reaction to deep-seated daddy issues. Perhaps they quote obscure composers or philosophers in unusual times. Perhaps they developed elaborate and devious internship programs designed to weed out bad eggs. Perhaps they outsource production to a foreign workforce so they can skirt employment laws. Even if it's a great arrangement for the workers, it's still going to feel a little exploitive. Anyway, my advice is to hold off any judgments for a while. Take the time to completely understand the situation from all sides. That's going to take a while since there's going to be a few riddles to figure out. Remember, Wonka runs the company. They don't run you. Despite any perceived or actual similarities you share, plus your burning desire to move up in the world, and or the potential you see in Wonka as a mentor, don't lose your sense of self. You want to avoid idolization or attempts to mold yourself totally in his likeness. Number two, your new colleagues are as flawed as you. Augustus loves to gorge himself on the product. He rocks the employee discount every chance he gets. More generally, he's a constant consumer. He keeps himself busy by digesting inputs without stopping and thinking. 
At first, the quantity of inputs make him seem like a product expert, but soon he'll be exposed because compiling knowledge without thoughtful action is a real drain on resources. Violet's obsessiveness is endearing at first. She's driven and opinionated. She's always chasing the next win, record, trophy, plaque, or any other recognition that's up for grabs. Second place is the first loser, right? Not quite, Charlie. See, that kind of approach is only going to work great in some careers, but not a job where it's going to take a team to make imaginative products. Her incessant competitiveness will frustrate her coworkers as well as the management. Now, I'm not sure if Ruka has ever heard the word no. She decides what she wants on a whim and wants it now. They expect the world to bend to their every wish. Everything becomes urgent, the most important thing in the world. Demand after demand is going to alienate her team. Veruca is about to learn that the universe doesn't revolve around them, and Wonka is not going to have the patience to let her make that kind of long-term personality adjustment on the company dime. Mike TV's head is always buried in screens. You should totally find a way to get him on your team for trivia night, and he'd probably give you some help in understanding all the memes you missed while you were delivering all those newspapers. But Charlie, you've got to recognize that Mike's driven by distraction, constantly sucking on digital pacifiers to the point where he's addicted to virality and dopamine hits. He'll always be talking about this show or that social media meme. There's no way he'll be able to turn off that behavior while he's on the clock, too. So remember, Charlie, when you're at work, do the work. And listen, Charlie, all their faults are not all on them. Some blame should fall on those who have enabled them. They'll serve up ever larger quantities to fuel their child's appetite. They might seek self-glorification through their child's achievements or throw their wealth at satisfying their child's every whim. And some parents allow screens to parents so they don't have to. You're about to enter an environment with seemingly limitless possibilities. It's going to test you, the same as the others. Can you withstand that temptation? Can you avoid obsessions that distract from the company goals? You know, stay responsible as you cash those shiny new paychecks. And stay sane by breaking free from that hyperactive hive mind of modern media. Now, I could tell you're a nice, conscientious kid, Charlie. It sucks you didn't get the same opportunities as everyone else in your new cohort. No kid should be stuck eating cabbage soup and salivating outside the candy man's window. Making deliveries and helping care for your family left little time for hobbies and consistent skill development. But don't walk into that factory being smug in the idea you're immune to enablers. New opportunities like this one in front of you have a way of exposing flaws in ourselves and those close to us. So keep a careful eye on your grandpa Joe, okay? Number three, what seems magical at first will soon become routine, so don't take it for granted. There's nothing quite like those first few days in a new job. A fresh start, near-empty inbox, gathering office supplies, all the introductions and trainings. Nearly everything you see is viewed through a positive lens. Never forget that companies are in business to make money. Even if they have a larger mission along the way, without profits, they're a ship headed for an iceberg. All the cash that's spent on team lunches, standing desks, fizzy lifting drinks, promotional swag, etc., they're intended for team building to reflect corporate identity, inspire hard work and long hours, build loyalty, and especially to help retain talent, or in Wonka's case, the well-mannered talent. It likely won't take long for the magic to start fading. Maybe there'll be a disgruntled employee making snide comments, or a business trip with colleagues gone unexpectedly creepy. You'll discover the sticky edges and bad eggs that add friction to the continued making of magic, and it's all part of the natural process of life at any office becoming routine. So you're going to need to fight against that trend in order to keep a firm grip on the magic. Don't let roadblocks discourage you. Avoid letting the cynical opinions of others become a soundtrack in your mind. Remember why you're doing what you do. And be ever inspired by the role the company plays in society. Make it your own. One way to do this is to understand the virtuous cycle the company exists within. Wonka makes great chocolate. 
People enjoy it and spend money on it. The profits allow the company to continue spending on materials and personnel and potentially grow larger and more influential, or at least afford more Oompa Loompas. The money spent by the company and its employees brings revenue into the community. Those communities then spend that money on more chocolate. But don't lose sight of the chocolate itself, the sweetness and joy that it brings to people. So if there is a cycle for lickable wallpaper and scrumdiddlyumptious chocolate bars, then you can figure out the cycles and societal roles of any company. Four, keep an open mind. Since you're still listening to me, Charlie, then it means you're interested in growth. You see the value in listening, observing, and digesting advice. You know intuitively that everyone and everything has the capacity to teach. And it's the open minds that adapt best. They recognize they can grow their skills at the same time they help their employer to pay the bills. So always place a high value on those who take the time to teach you, mentor you, and foster an environment that helps you develop your own potential. But no matter the help that you're given, the ultimate responsibility is always on you, Charlie. Maintain healthy habits and or develop rituals that help keep yourself balanced. All the work and circumstances that got you into the factory aren't going to be enough to get you into the C-suite. And I know you're probably going to see Wonka's office collection of half clocks and, well, half everything. But invest in yourself for now. Fund education, experiences that are growth-focused. Volunteer for committees and project teams that are going to expose you to new ideas and provide opportunities to develop skills. And as you ride that Wonka Vader to the top, you're going to earn more disposable income for hobbies and entertainment. But even then, don't relax for too long along the shore of the Chocolate River, sucking down gummy bears like they're going out of style. Maintain a growth mindset. Build your skills further. Extend your influence. And ever improve your ability to make the world a sweeter place. And number five, you're going to make mistakes, but manage their severity. Charlie, soon you're going to realize that chocolate requires a lot of hard work. As a newbie, you'll likely be pulling hard hours with the goal of proving yourself, striving for promotions, raises, and increased influence. With all that hard work, nobody could fault you for letting off a little steam. Work hard playwright, am I right? This could very well be the first time in your life where temptation meets access. Now that you're employed in the land of pure imagination, you can make it rain chocolate. So be careful. And when those fizzy lifting drinks start flowing, you don't want to lose your head. Remain mindful of the line between kicking back and being social and losing yourself in the moment. Even in social settings outside of the day-to-day work, coworkers and management are observing. Most of them are going to remember what happened, even if you don't. Those mental notes become patterns and lasting impressions. Don't think Wonka and his Oompa Loompas aren't watching and listening. For all his eccentricities, he is a shrewd businessman with a team instructed to separate the sweetest beans from the pulp. The Navy says loose lips sink ships. In your case, you want to avoid letting the secrets of the everlasting gobstopper slip. These trade secrets, intellectual property, customized machines and processes, they're all would enable the profits that allow the company to be successful. Don't damage them in some mindless, weak moment. And when you do make a mistake, just own it. Don't point the finger at others or the culture or the product. You messed up. Own your words. Own your actions. No matter what influenced them. Say you're sorry, pick up a mop, and start cleaning up your mess. Learn the lesson and move forward better. So awareness and industry has got you that golden ticket, Charlie. Don't forget those skills when you walk through those gates. And you might just get your chance to ride that great glass elevator right through the roof. So up and out. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriscroyder.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources for today's episode, sign up for the CDWI mailing list, or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. 
That's C-H-R-I-S-K-R-E-U-T-E-R.com or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Crystal Dealer. Thank you.